morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, depending on which part of the world you are uh, listening to this from, um, this is the, this is the first podcast for our launch lab program, our made in launch lab program, which is dedicated strictly uh, for three categories of people: people who have series of ideas in their minds and want to they're thinking seriously about launching um, those ideas or the most viable into business uh, people who already have some sort of side hustles and would like to get serious within a moving into mainstream entrepreneurship in terms of business and those who are already you know on the grind so to speak uh, running a business less than two three years old uh, we would like to uh, understand the factors or, or the things they can do to scale uh, to the right proportion in a very sustainable manner uh, into the near future. Today's topic is passion versus a viable business. I mean, it's common saying, I've heard it a lot of times in my younger self, that I'll follow your passion do what you love you know you're going to be fulfilled doing that well I mean it, it's uh, somewhat true but that's not the whole truth um, yes passions are quite relative differs um, a lot of times they are multifaceted in our lives um, from loving to eat I have a brother who's who, who, all of us growing up could literally um um, you know, we all believe that his passion was cooking and, and, and eating. But today he's doing something else totally different. There are people who love cooking, people who love riding bikes, people who love traveling the world, people who love playing with spaces, people who love beautiful things, people who uh, love a lot of things, you know. And uh, it's, it's, it's amazing that an average human being actually has lots and lots of passion. You know, simply put, for the sake of definition, passion is just that thing or that activity that excites you. Right. And let's move on to the other side. A viable business simply means um, a service or a product that is valuable enough for people to part the hard-end money for in just simple straight language um, you know is an external value so the big question is is someone going to pay you for your passion whatever that passion is um, is it just about being passionate you know so looking back now and with a lot of information out there we do know that um, it's not about passion only um, it's, a, it's a wall of difference when we begin to talk about viable business. Let's not also forget, I mean, just to balance things out, out uh, every business definitely needs passion. You must be passionate about a business, you know, like you can do it for free. You must be totally committed to it. You must also have a view of what freedom means to you at the end of the day. And most importantly, you must have impact at the back of your mind. And these are three important things that entrepreneurs or those who have done fantastically well 
in any field of human endeavor, from tech to travel to manufacturing uh, to automobiles to any field, you know, uh, you will see that these three things are commonalities um, across for them. So, just to quickly put it to rest, um, can your passion be a plausible, viable business idea? Maybe, maybe not. But are there human needs that if you spot them, people are willing to pay for your service or product in meeting those needs? Yes. So I think that, that that's a good backdrop to the reality that it's not just about passion. If you're thinking about enterprise, you're thinking about business, it has to be what is that human need that you've identified, that you're bringing value to, that there's something different about how you're going to approach things, and the sizable market form, and people are, you know, their consumers, their customers, who are willing to pay for what you want to do. So, in moving from passion to a viable business, there's a process and we'll talk about that in the second podcast when we're going to talk about how do I then get started? How do I begin to put things together to, to, to launch out? There are a couple of questions we can ask ourselves, ourselves very quickly that can help clarify our thoughts around passion and viable business ideas. Number one is what am I passionate about versus what am I committed to making happen? So again, a simple task would be to list very quickly all the things you feel you're excited about. I remember growing up, I was really excited about traveling the world. But honestly, I don't think I will enjoy running a travel agency. So it's, it's interesting that there's a lot of things we're passionate about, but they, they, they might not actually be from a day-to-day -day business running something we want to do. So number one thing would be list all the things you feel personally that you're passionate about and then begin to ask yourself that is there a way I can rank this from, you know, some intensity scale in terms of how passionate I feel about these things. Right. And then the second level would be you ask yourself that which of these top five or top three am I willing to commit my life to to make happen? If you can answer these two questions, it will begin to help you clarify. Uh, like my one of my brothers, like I mentioned, who loved cooking and eating. But today, you can literally just eat anything to get by. He's doing so many other things that he's passionate about. So these two questions will help you clarify. Second thing you can do that will also help you clarify is to ask yourself that what are you truly bothered about? You know, people who become international chefs, uh, people who are truly bothered about taste, not so much about food. There are people who are truly bothered about, can we do something else? Can there be something else? Can there be new frontiers? Um, 
Recently, I saw a video of a lady, a Nigerian lady, by the way. I think she's an architect who, uh, you know, she's involved with what is called food hat. And it's, it's interesting from jollof rice to edikain corn to gari to amala. There's a way she prepares a meal and then she designs, you know, the whole, you know, the a surface with the food, cooked food, you know, and she's doing fantastic food art exhibitions around the world. She's a trained engineer or an architect, if I can recall properly, but she's found a way to move, you know, her passion, as it were, into some viable business. And it's because she was truly bothered about the fact that there's some monotony around food and that food itself is a, is a means of expression. So the question here is, what am I truly bothered about? So it's not just about what I'm passionate about. Uh, for example, I, I, I love horses, you know. Uh, it's my dream at some point to have a horse ranch, you know, very massive horse ranch. But I'm not that bothered about it. There, there are people who are so bothered about how, how horses look, how they're groomed, you know, how they're they living and all of that. And they devote their entire lives to literally, you know, do businesses or things around how horses are grown, how they're commercialized, how they're inter interbred, how they're, you know, shows and, you know, they might even be riders and they can be all sorts of things, you know. So that's another major thing you want to ask yourself. What am I truly bothered about that? Like, it really bothers me. And it will lead us, all of us, if we can answer that question, it will lead us into innovation. Just be at the back of your mind that nobody is going to pay a Me Too. A Me Too, we always struggle. And that's why, you know, a number of times, um, you know, people will start all sort of causes in court. And then two years later, they moved on to something else. A year later, they moved on to something else. And another three years, they moved on to something else. And again, there are statistics to show that most businesses actually fail uh, within the first three years. And it's because there's not a why, you know, there's not a reason for it, right? There's no, you know, there's no depth to answering that question that am I really bothered enough to want to change something about the space? So it will drive innovation and, and innovation is the lifeblood of any business, you know? So if, if I'm into the beauty business, what extra am I bringing in? How am I interpreting the beauty industry from my unique perspective? You know, how am I extending the borders of engagement within the beauty industry? Am I trying to copy someone? At best, I will be second best to that person. And after a few, you know, one year, two years, three years down the line, most likely I will fizzle out. But if there's a unique perspective, there's a, there's, a, there's a big why, there's a big reason that's, that's, that's something that truly bothers you about it, that got you thinking, then you're in that space of innovation and you truly have a viable business already, you know, bubbling around in your mind. The third big question is, is there somebody willing to pay for this 
idea or this passion. <laughs> Don't forget, that's why a lot of people, um, they're passionate about certain things. They believe they want to live their lives for it. And then they find that nobody's interested in it. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, they get frustrated. They believe there's something wrong with the country. There's something wrong with the market. There's something wrong with people. People don't appreciate their heart and all of that. No. You know, after you rank your passion points and all the things you feel, you know, you're passionate about, the only way it can be a viable business is if there's an addressable market for it. Meaning, is there a cluster of customers who are willing to pay for this service? Always remember, passion is not concerned about profit or business. Anytime we're talking about business, profit is king. Again, remember that cash flow is the lifeblood of a business. The day you cease to generate cash flow, game up. That's game up. That's a knockout point. You're not going to go further in that, you know, than that point. So from the very onset, you need to be able to ask yourself that, do I have customers for this great idea that I have? Are there people willing to part with their hard-earned money for this particular idea? The fourth cluster of question that, you know, will also help us to clarify between just having passion and truly being ready for uh, a viable business, um, you know, business journey is what level of commitment and discipline am I willing to put to this? I'm passionate about, you know, like I mentioned earlier on, about, you know, Aussies, I like their agility, I like their you know, their strength, I like their intelligence, I like their sense of reality, I like, you know, the fact that they they actually are emotionally intelligent. But am I willing to be disciplined, to go learn about everything around horses, ranches, how I can commercialize it? No. Mm -mm. No, no, not, not now, not in the near future. I would rather most likely um, make lots of money and employ people, you know, and then just enjoy riding them. And then pretty much, pretty much. So what level of commitment, what level of discipline am I willing to give? It's all, is also a very strongly constant. I remember some, you know, years back in, in uni and I was, you know, there was this long ASU strike break. I think it was going on for about two months, three months. And my folks, you know, they stay in the north. We're staying in the north then. And so it wasn't that uh, interesting to get on the road to travel for two and a half days maybe uh, to get to the farthest part of the country and then journey back again. You know, so I was asking myself, okay, what can I do? What can I do? And then there was this uh, 
students that came in for diploma program uh, in the in university and I always knew I could teach and I love teaching. It comes to me naturally. It was something I could do. But did I know all all the subjects? I was a science person studying uh, science in, in agri-faculty. And then these guys were running diploma in accountancy. So you can imagine my dilemma immediately that, okay, maybe I can take maths, I can take English, but pretty much that's where it stops. So, I started thinking again, okay, but is there a market? Yeah, the students, they're, they're there. Close to a thousand two, that's a lot of market. Are they willing to pay to be coached? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, by the way, I wasn't the only one that had the idea. So, you know, later in the evening, all of us, we just meet at a place we call New Booker and just uh, joke away the evening as it were. I know lectures, the days were long, so to speak. Um, but I was, I, I, I went back to my hostel. The very night we all discussed and it, it appeared that all of us had the same idea about how to make money. I went back to the hostel and I took out a notebook and I started writing how can I put, how, how can I, you know, bring this idea to life from, okay, I understood my own limitations, I didn't know accounting, I didn't know a number of uh, the subjects, but I could take some. Uh, but I started listing all the things required. And I was asking myself, how much would, you know, charge the students, will I be able, what's the minimum number of customers, in this case, would be the students, that I must um, get in order to be able to pay all the lecturers, in quotes, which are fellow students. Um, everybody that night went to sleep. It was, in fact, we had a particular room where we all gathered, anything from 10 p.m. just to watch movies. It was the days where you watch movies on, on, a, on, on, on a desktop that is as, it's actually, it's a desk box, not a desktop. Really mass man. We all just guide around it. And they put the city in the city room and then you watch and watch everybody sleep. Maybe at 2 a.m. we'll go to sleep. That night I I I didn't I didn't join the party. I went to the room and I was putting down, you know, in my own little way, what I understood was gonna like you could call it a business plan, you know, of how to run a coaching school for this diploma students. I did the same the second night, the third night, the fourth night, and the entire week. And I came up with a plan. I could see, but bear in mind, I was disciplined enough, I was committed to making it happen. There were other people who had the same idea. And the same thing, and, and that's how the marketplace is at. It's like, it's not about who has the idea. There's no monopoly of who has the idea or ideas. Is who is first to market, who is disciplined enough, who is committed enough to make it happen. So long story short, you know, I, I developed a flyer, went to the computer center, printed out flyers, posters, pasted around the whole place, um, invited my market, my customers to a presentation. And I was dressed for the job, you know, and, and I had like two sessions. They were all excited. One, they needed it. Two, they were 
they, they were they were happy and appreciated the fact that someone closer to the eight line was actually doing it. And number three, which is not a, our own unique selling point, was the fact that we would give them one-on-one coaching support beyond the general classes and at no cost. I mean, they were all sold. What I just want to point out with this simple illustration is that if you're not willing to pay the price in terms of commitment and discipline, it won't see the light of day. Even if you attempt to do it, you will, you will find out that you're doing it at a very mediocre level. As someone else comes in and they, they do it fantastically well, um, and, and they do really well. It goes without saying that Google is on the first search engine. They're number eight, I believe. There were all this before them. So they did something different. They were clear on certain things. And they were committed to making those things happen. Number five is you also want to check what I call impact, you know, do an impact check. Um, whatever I'm doing, is it scalable? Um, can I do this across geography? Um, if it's a business, you need people. It can't be one person doing things. So what's my people strategy? And again, I come back to what I call, you know, like the business purpose, where you also want to ask yourself, what's the old, you know, what's the heart of this old thing? For, for, the, for the coaching school that, you know, I, I talked about, we truly wanted to help these kids. We loved them. They were like our, you know, we saw them like our younger siblings. We interacted with them, you know, with that heart. And we were also very firm and they appreciated even the firmness. Uh, so at the heart of it all, we had impact in view and we knew how, exactly how things could scale up. Lastly, will be fast forward in your mind. 10 years from now and do what I call the older you check and ask yourself, will you be proud that you spent your time doing this? If it's something you're not going to be proud of, just junk it already. Right. Uh, 10 years from now, will having spent 5, 10 years of your life doing this, will, will it have been meaningful to you? Will it have been meaningful to other people? You know. So in 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 some, we can see very clearly that passion we have, you know, for every human being, passions are limited. Like seriously, even if I ask my my to be three year old daughter what she's passionate about, I'm sure she can like she can reel out like ten things. I like watching cartoon, you know, I like heating sausages, or oh, like playing with water, I like play with my ball, you know, I like playing with my brothers, all sort of things. And she's truly, sincerely so. But would that translate to business? No. So with these buckets of questions, you then begin to clarify in your mind. And then we'll, we'll come to the concept of side also and all of that. Um, just putting this out there. Before we get there, I think that should be the third podcast. Uh, side hustle and entrepreneurship are very two, two, two different animals. Very, very different animals. 
or can your site also you know become a business absolutely um, but if site also for you is just about making those extra box those extra naira and cobalt it's definitely in, the mindset is very different from actually scaling up to be a proper business uh, to be told you know it's it's totally different but, but we get that we get that um the reality is is like i tell my friends my colleagues and team members it's amazing what we can do as as as, as human beings as individuals uh, the best of us we use less than i think five percent or ten percent of our brain brain power um however many a times the 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 difference is in discipline and commitment many a times the difference is in one willing to follow process and another uh you know not rightly estimating what is required a lot of times um it's about not being clear on why i'm doing what i'm doing because when things don't add up, when things, when the rubber meets the road and things, you know, are a bit bumpy and rocky, if you have a clear impact in mind, you have a clear purpose in mind, you have a clear, you're truly bothered about what you are doing and you really want to make a difference, your staying power will be tremendous, like seriously. Uh, because you will see again and again beyond the immediate into the mean term, into the long term, and to allow you to take decisions and, and have, you know, the grades that is required as, you know, you, you journey as, as a business owner or as a business person, or it can even be a partnership at some point, or your part, you know, uh, you know you're doing collaborations, whatever it is, that in what format it, it's, uh, you know, it's panning out. But, these are things we you know we all need to consider very deeply around you know passion and viable business so if your passion becomes a viable business you're blessed like seriously thumbs up but to say i have passion and i want to do business with a passion a couple of things you need to clarify very quickly first i will mention them and just as a as a word of recap is couple of questions around what am I passionate about versus what am I committed to making happen. Uh, the second bo bucket was around what truly bothers you because if it's something that truly deeply bothers you, you are right in, in that innovative mind, you know, mind frame which is required to, to bring something new to your target industry. Um, again, you're very clear on profit. You know, it's not, you're not faffing around here because profit is king, it's business. Uh, cash flow is the lifeblood of the business. The day it's out, you know that's that's your that's your eviction notice. Uh, number four, what level of commitment and discipline are we need to put into it? It's not about who has the best ideas. Most often, than not, it's about who has the who's most disciplined, who's most committed. Number five, your impact check. You know, looking at scalability, geography spread, people strategy, uh, the why. Or where you're getting to what you're getting into and the last bit is your older you check that 10 years down the line will i be really be excited about this or i will feel well, what are you thinking about you know that kind of question you know that you can ask yourself and it feels really funny at that point so it's it's um 
if you can answer all these questions, it's very simple to to see the difference between um, several passions that all humans actually have, uh, and then versus you know when we're in a space of value creation and value exchange uh, in, in in the enterprise world, so to speak. So, dear friends, we are extremely powerful. All of us, we're extremely creative. All of us, um, we truly don't know what we're capable of, um, in spite of what we may have done or achieved in a you know so far in life. Um, but many a times, it's just the right pointers that we require, the right mentorship, you know, the right information. Uh, to take things uh, to the next level and, and <clears throat> you know, kind of shorten our learning curve uh, so that we can maximize time, our energy, our brain power, and everything that's at our disposal. So this is me signing out uh, for the first podcast and saying to you, the future is super bright. All right, we'll, we'll see you again uh, for the second podcast. Doing just the rest of the day. Bye for now.